This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. If you see a Joshua House out in the wild, be sure to wish him a happy anniversary. But there is news to talk about, so welcome in to another edition of another Dolphins Podcast. Sitting across from me virtually, Merrick Brave. How you doing today, my friend? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. I'm happy to be on with you talking Dolphins football like always, but I wish we just, I wish we had a happier topic to discuss. You know, we, we come off of a, a, a double, uh, double touchdown victory over the New York Giants supposed to be celebrating, you know, victory Monday that bleeds into victory Tuesday. And unfortunately we kind of heard whispers yesterday about a Devon Achan injury. And it was, it was, it was like whispers in the wind. We couldn't, we couldn't figure out what it was. Was it an ankle? Was it a knee? Uh, you know, was it serious? Was it not serious? And then, you know, word leaks this morning through a couple of insiders that it is a knee injury, not an ankle injury, and that Achan's going to miss multiple weeks and could be a candidate for injured reserve when it's all said and done uh, in a day or two. So we'll, we'll find out more tomorrow, likely when Mike McDaniel speaks in his early morning presser. And by tomorrow, I mean uh, Wednesday, October 11th. So if you're listening to this on early morning, Wednesday, October 11th, then uh, you you don't have to wait too long to find out what's going to happen with Devon HM. But uh, yeah, kind of some somber news. It's always a bummer when you consider that HM's leading the league with 12.1 yards per carry uh, on an offense that is averaging 513 yards per carry. This offense has been absolute dynamite. And Devon Achan. Did you say 513 yards per carry? Because that's possible, but also would be a record. That's some Durham Smythe stats right there. I don't know if you've heard (laughs) that, but that's our new thing now. Anytime anyone has a good scheme, it's just those are Durham Smythe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But yet, this this was some frustrating news to hear because everybody was right on Twitter right away looking for pictures from him after the game. I guess there were pictures of him still kind of suited up after the game. Um, I think he missed the entire fourth quarter as well with this knee injury. Ed, 
you hear it. He's going to miss an extended period of time. An extended period of time doesn't mean he's going to be out the entire season, though. Uh, Mike McDaniel said it cautiously optimistic, but the one thing that's remained clear, Merrick, all season is that Mike McDaniel's a very cautious guy. And, you know, we're, we're still waiting to get the, uh, the full picture here. Uh, but if I was a betting man, you know, you look up four weeks down the road, that's a bye week right after the, the Dolphins play the Chiefs in Germany. Putting putting a chain on that uh, on IR to give him that extra week where he's not forcing himself to come back that kind of seems like the obvious scenario for the Dolphins here and hey it's depressing it's upsetting but considering where the Dolphins are you're four and one and you have a, another marshmallow coming up in the Panthers obviously you don't want to look overlook any opponent but the Dolphins are in a position where you know you don't need to throw Devon a chain out there for 15 carries every game in order to reach the playoffs yeah no and he's been an electric player to watch a really fun player to watch. But, you know, his running mate, Raheem Moster, is also having himself a phenomenal year. So the Dolphins will lean on Raheem Moster a little bit um, over the next few weeks. Jeff Wilson Jr., who was mm-hmm. on IR to start the season, he looks like he'll be coming back here pretty soon. Mike McDaniel uh, said on Monday that they would get a look at him here in, in uh, practice or, or, or take a look. Doctors are going to take a look at him and then decide if they're going to allow him to practice this week. But uh, all signs are kind of pointing to that. If you believe his uh, agent, Drew Rosenhaus, who said uh, he's going to be activated. So we shall see on that. Uh, Savon Ahmed is back and ready to roll. Chris Brooks has been looking pretty decent himself as, as another rookie running back for the Miami Dolphins key of the undrafted variety. So while uh, it is sad news that HN might miss multiple weeks here uh, with his knee injury, it is good news that it's not season ending. And it's also good news that the Dolphins have more horses in the stable, so to speak. Uh, they got a good collection of running backs uh, on this team. It's kind of crazy. I could just, you know, stat after stat I throw out about HN. You just don't believe any of them. He had 96 yards after contact last week. He averages 7.4 yards after contact per run, according to Pro Football Focus. That stuff's just silly. Um, 460 yards. He's second in the NFL. His five touchdowns are fourth. His 38 carries is 34th in the league. So, man, it just, it, it's crazy. It's kind of like the, the, this is, I don't want to devalue what he's doing, but it's kind of like the, the, what the offense is doing with Tua, right? He's getting out the ball so quick, and yet he's throwing it the farthest down the field. Like, he's has few opportunities, but he's still just yamming off these big runs, which is very impressive. Merrick, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Pro football focus rushing grades. Who do you think is number one? Yeah. yeah. Did you see my tweet already? I saw the tweet. I could pretend <laughs> I didn't see the tweet, but I saw the tweet. You might you might as well just give the people the cold, hard facts. <laughs> so, HN's front and center at 94.7. And these are rushing grades. Overall grades are a little different. These are strictly dudes who were handed the ball and started running with it. Nothing more, nothing less. Raheem Moster is second with a 90.2. But third on that list is probably my favorite name, the most surprising name. Chris Brooks needed one quarter to become the third highest rushing running back in the entire league. Um, So the Dolphins find themselves in a pretty great spot. Again, it's very hard to replace someone like HN, especially when you consider his last three weeks, 30 snaps, 40 snaps, 30 snaps. But you mentioned it, Jeff Wilson's coming back. And Chris Brooks, man, he had a 15-yard scamper, six carries for 96 yards, or 66 yards, I should say. He looked pretty good in uh, limited playing time against the Giants. Yeah, and he is uh, more of a big-bodied type running back. And one thing, you know, despite all of this success, the Dolphins' offense has been uh, achieving this year. One thing they're still still struggling with are those short yardage plays, those third and ones, those oh, fourth yes. and ones. 
I say give it to Chris Brooks. Let him pound the rock right up the middle. It, it might lower his yards per carry average a little bit, but uh, it might result in some some first downs on on third and short and fourth and short. Um, you know, that's kind of the silver lining out of all of this is that you get an opportunity to see some other guys work. Chris mm-hmm. Brooks gets a little bit more work. Savon Ahmed, a little bit more work. Jeff Wilson comes back and you get to see what he can do uh, in this offense. You know, he was a, a member of the Dolphins for the last few games last season, brought over from San Francisco in a uh, trade deadline deal. Um, I think I was actually at his first game. Uh, it was in Chicago against the Bears. And I think I, I was there to witness. He scored a touchdown, a receiving touchdown that game. So that was exciting. But one thing that this Dolphins... Uh, team is much better at or a unit that's much better this year than last year is that that offensive line and now Jeff Wilson gets to run behind an improved offensive line and it'll be interesting and you know also exciting to see what he can do behind this offensive line which is essentially the same unit from last year uh, you know with an Isaiah win added to the mix but Butch Berry really is uh, the straw that's stirring that drink because his coaching style you know sticky notes or not he's certainly reaching this unit and they're playing much much better than last year and i think that is uh while maybe not the only reason these running backs are achieving success i do think it is a big factor in why you're seeing such eye-popping numbers as opposed to years past uh because that's something the dolphins have struggled with for a while is that running game but not this year and looking back on it i I just have to laugh i find myself we do these pods so much that it's, it's only a matter of time till you say something real stupid um i remember there was a quote uh, it was austin jackson talking about butch berry where he said um, our priorities are simple number one you want to be aggressive you want to be a mauler number two is technique and i remember thinking that was the silliest thing in the entire world what do you mean we're not going to have technique what's happening you're just going to run at people god you watch this Dolphins offense work they, they just run at people and eat their souls it's been such a fun thing to watch seeing you know the Connor R- Williams uh Robert Hunt and even even Austin Jackson can get to the second level man these guys are a bunch of maulers and, and that was some great advice don't listen to me yeah no that's actually that was my fighting technique in middle school you know used, <laughs> used to getting some scraps on the playground uh it was always just throw as many punches as possible and swing wildly while screaming and being loud and i'll worry about the technique later the first thing i want to do is make the other kid crap his pants and then after that you you can't fight anymore so similar similar ideologies me and butch berry i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you'll hear us in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I do like thinking about what Chris Brooks can do with the scheme. And I think one of the biggest issues we had last year about Mike McDaniel in this offense, they don't run the football, right? It was, you know, this pass happy offense. Well, the dolphins currently lead the league. They're averaging 185 rushing yards per game. That's 20 more than the Eagles. So Merrick, who's going to have to be RB two. You think, I mean, assume Raheem Mostert, who's just, I mean, Devon a chance. I mean, my, miles in front of everyone but Raheem Mostert has been awesome this year who do you think has to step up and be a strong you know second option do for the Dolphins to maintain maybe not nearly 200 rushing yards per game but just to be one of the best rushing offenses in the league 
Well, I think health permitting, I think that's Jeff Wilson Jr.'s job to lose. I think mm-hmm. the team, uh, you know, they traded for him for a reason. Mike McDaniel is a fan of Jeff Wilson. They spent time together in San Francisco. Um, and Jeff Wilson was a, a pretty big contributor down the stretch stretch uh, last season for the Dolphins. And like I said, an improved offensive line to run behind. So I think at least while A-Chain is out, or, or A-Chan, excuse me, is out, and we'll, we'll see how long that is, I, I think – Initially, a lot of people said IR, uh, and we're talking about it here, but I'm almost, by reading the tea leaves of some people, I'm almost wondering if maybe that's not the case. Now, you want that roster spot so you can bring Jeff Wilson off of IR, and there's a little bit of a numbers game being played there, but you can only put a certain amount of players on IR and then bring them back. I think the limit is eight, and the Dolphins are looking at Teron Armstead for that. Uh, They're looking at Jalen Ramsey for that. You know, Jeff Wilson obviously uh, is a candidate for that right now. You want to save a couple spots late in the season. Keep the fingers up. Let's go through these because Robert Hunt, Nick Needham. That's two more. Robert Jones. Robert, Robert Jones. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So that puts us at five already. You only get a total of eight. You want to save a couple for late in the year, just in case something happens to another one of your star players. You know, again, I don't even want to name names here. Every time I, every time I say a name on this podcast, something bad happens. If you remember last week on Wednesday, I came on here and I said, Hey, look at me, fantasy football genius. I traded away Raheem Mostert and kept Devon Achan because I think he's going to be the guy moving forward. And I wasn't wrong in the fact that Devon Achan had a monster game against the Giants and looked primed to be RB1 through the end of the year. Uh, but uh, now I will have neither on my roster for as long as A-Chan is out, and we'll see how see how that goes. But as far as that returning from IR business goes, you're kind of running out of spots here. You know what I mean? And so you almost wonder if, you know, it's one of those situations where you're like, well, yeah, you put him on IR, he sits for four weeks, then he gets the bye week, and then he comes back late in the season. He's, you know, we're, we're pushing for playoff seeding and then you know you know hoping to get some victories in the playoffs and you want that rookie running back to have fresh legs you don't want him to hit the rookie wall and all of that sounds well and good until you look at the mathematics of it and mathematics i was never a great student in math so i'm not an expert in that field but i can count to eight and the dolphins are using up those eight slots uh pretty quickly here and you almost wonder if maybe this A-chan injury isn't super serious. Maybe they can just get away with uh, letting him ride the bench for a couple couple weeks until they get it sorted. Wow, I, I really like this point, and I don't want to drive us way too down this rabbit hole, but here we go. Um, how many players do you think so far? Because I, I two already jumped out to me that the Dolphins put on IR who maybe might not have needed it, but we've already heard McDaniel come out and say, hey, we do it to protect them from themselves. I mean, we hear about the Rams and Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is this insane uh i hate to use the word freak because uh it has like a negative aspect but he is insane when it comes about focused on his health and making sure he's in the right condition to play football they put him on ir just so he'd shut up and say hey you you seriously cannot play it's against the rules so you have to be away for four weeks do you think there are any guys like that the dolphins have been doing to that currently to keep them safe teron armstead is the first one that comes to mind yeah Armstead comes to mind for me, you know, it's crazy, right? Any Anytime Teron Armstead gets hurt, it look, oh, he's gone. He's done for the year. And then two weeks later, he's like doing backflips in the end zone. Like He's like, no, nah, I'm good. We're all good here. I really just think that dude doesn't like to practice. Like, I think that's his thing where he's like, oh, everything hurts so much. We're like, all right, 
chill out. And he, on Sunday, he wakes up. He's like, actually, I feel pretty good. <laughs> All right, settle down, Teron. Uh, regardless, he's he's on IR, so he'll be out for a little bit here. Uh, I, I look at Jeff Wilson as maybe one of those guys. It was Boom. a finger finger injury, right? Yep. yep. And his, Come on, bro. his agent said at the beginning of the year that he'd be good to go in four weeks. So all of a sudden. Yeah, not the- even a question. My, my alarms were going off because he wasn't activated last week. I'm like, oh, no, is he fighting with the team? Is there an issue here? All of a sudden, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's a numbers game. The it's Dolphins can only game. have so many players on the roster. And all of a sudden, oh, it just happens that Jeff Wilson, his window is opening the same time eight chains, you know, metaphorically closes. I, I don't think so. And I'm glad it worked out because I was a little nervous that there might have been some sort of negative, like Wilson just wants to get out there and play. It's a con- No, he has a two-year deal, but he wants to get out there. He wants to remain in the NFL, be on top of everyone's mind. I don't know if anyone's too happy to have that extra week on IR. If you know, you might not necessarily, don't get me wrong. We don't have no insider information. There's a chance that he could have needed it, but just reading the tea leaves of what his agent has said, yeah. kind of think that's the Dolphins are managing things just a little bit. Yeah, quite possibly, quite possibly. And I almost wonder if this has more to do with Chris Brooks than anyone else, because if you're looking at the room as it's constructed now and you have to cut one of the guys loose, it's probably Chris Brooks. You don't think twice about it either. I mean, and and that just kind of goes to show how much McDaniel and the guys love him. If they're willing to keep exactly. him and we think was it, you know, type of thing. So, so if, if A-Chan is on the roster and Jeff Wilson's on the roster and you have to let Chris Brooks go, you hope you can get him back on the practice squad. But like you just said, Jake, he's the number three rated running back, according to Pro Football Focus. So you better believe there's other running back needy teams oh, yeah. who will see that. And you wonder if maybe they put in a claim for a guy like Chris Brooks, who looked good in the preseason, looked good in limited action during the regular season. And, and you know, you, you, you tinfoil hat, you wonder if, if this is Mike McDaniel's way of, of being able to hold on to Chris Brooks a little bit longer uh, and maybe see what they've gotten him. I don't know, but we'll see. It, it'll be interesting to see if HN goes on IR. Uh, there's a case to be made for putting him there, and there's obviously a, a case to be made for keeping him off of that list. And we've gone through both of those scenarios. That's what you call a good podcast, a very, very good podcast. Hey, Jeff Wilson, how old is he, do you think, if you had to guess? Uh, 20, 27? 26. For some reason, he always 26. feels a lot older than that. I don't know why, but then I then I see his age. He's always, oh, <laughs> He's always injured and banged up, like me. And he sounds he comes in as like the locker room guy at 25 years old. That that, that I thought was kind of funny too. Um, just some final Jeff Wilson notes. I mean, this is a guy who is a very capable running back too. Um, 176 carries last year for 860 yards, five touchdowns. That is about it. We're all hoping Devon Achan is not out too long. We actually made it more than 10 minutes into the show without saying Achan, which is good for us. I'm very <laughs> proud. Here we are progressing we'll be back tomorrow merrick you'll be joining us we are going to go through some of the players who have certainly surprised through the quarter mark of the season guys who went back for seconds and are carrying a heavier workload than we thought merrick off the top of your head you have someone in mind yeah you know we were we were in the dms discussing this a little bit earlier today and i started thinking of a few players and i was actually just gonna throw some names out there in there and and see if we could uh plant our flags in these guys and and claim them here but i think andrew van ginkle's got to be you know near the top of that list austin jackson very surprising player obviously we talked about him all episode but devon achan has exceeded all expectations so those are three guys i were gonna i was gonna throw in the dms here but uh who knows maybe we'll have others that we discuss on tomorrow's episode 
to be continued. But thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of another Dolphins podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us. We will talk to you next time. But most importantly, fins up. Fins up, baby. Fins up.